0: or, if he is in a mood for scandal, with Monsieur Lavarenne or Vitry. But with you, if you wish it and care to contrive it so, he persisted with a cunning look. I shrugged my shoulders. Well, I said, wondering more and more what he would be at. I have a house on the farther side of Poissy, he continued, and I should take it as a favour, Monsieur de Rosny if you could induce the king to dismount there to-morrow and take a cup of wine. That is a very small thing, I said bluntly, wondering much why he had made so great a parade of the matter, and still more why he seemed so ill at ease. Yet after such a prelude, if any but a friend of your tried loyalty asked it, I might expect to find Spanish licorice in the cup. That is out of the question in my case, he answered with a slight assumption of offence, which he immediately dropped. And you say, it is a small thing. It is the more easily granted, Monsieur de Rosny. But the king comes and goes at his pleasure, I replied warily. Of course, he might take it into his head to descend at your house. There would be nothing surprising in such a visit. I think he has paid you one before, Monsieur de Perrault. He assented eagerly. And he may do so, I said, smiling, tomorrow but then again he may not, the chase may lead him another way, or he may be late in returning, or, in fine, a hundred things may happen. I had no mind to go farther than that, and I supposed that it would satisfy him, and that he would thank me and take his leave. To my surprise, however, he stood his ground, and even pressed me more than was polite, while his countenance, when I again eluded him, "'assumed an expression of chagrin and vexation "'so much in excess of the occasion "'as to awaken fresh doubts in my mind. "'But these only the more confirmed me "'in my resolution to commit myself no farther, "'especially as he was not a man I loved or could trust, "'and in the end he had to retire with such comfort "'as I had already given him. "'In itself and on the surface, "'the thing seemed to be a trifle, "'unworthy of the serious consideration of any man.' But in so far as it touched the king's person and movements, I was inclined to view it in another light, and this the more, as I still had fresh in my memory the remarkable manner in which Father Cotton, the Jesuit, had given me a warning by a word about a boxwood fire. After a moment's thought, therefore, I summoned Boiseroy, one of my gentlemen who had an acknowledged talent for collecting gossip, and I told him in a casual way that Monsieur de Perrault had been with me. He has not been in court for a week, he remarked. Indeed, I said. He applied for the post of Assistant Deputy Comptroller of Buildings for his nephew, and took offence when it was given to Madame de Sortie's groom of the chambers. Ah, I said, a dangerous malcontent. Boisroy smiled. He has lived a week out of the sunshine of His Majesty's countenance, Your Excellency. After that, all things are possible. This was my own estimate of the man, whom I took to be one of those smug, pliant self-seekers, whom courts and peace breed up. I could imagine no danger that could threaten the king from such a quarter, while curiosity inclined me to grant his request. As it happened, the deer the next day took us in the direction of Poissy, and the king, who was always itching to discuss with me the question of his projected marriage, and as constantly... Since our long talk in the garden at Rennes, avoiding the subject when with me, bade me ride home with him. On coming within half a mile of Perrault's, I let fall his name, and in a very natural way suggested that the king should alight there for a few minutes. It was one of the things Henry delighted to do. Friend out with the easiest manners, and able in a moment to exchange the formality of the Louvre for the freedom of the camp, he could give to such cheap favours their full value. He consented on the instant, therefore, and turning our horses into a by-road, we sauntered down it with no greater attendance than a couple of pages. The sun was near setting, and its rays which still gilded the treetops left the wood below, pensive and melancholy. The house stood in a solitary place on the edge of the forest, half a mile from Poissy, and these two things had their effect on my mind. I began to wish we had brought with us half a troop of horse, or at least two or three gentlemen, and startled by the thought of the unknown chances to which, out of mere idle curiosity, I was. Expect-